one. Okay, I believe we are now recording. Awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Cool. All Nations Church, welcome back to another podcast episode. This is episode three. And today we're actually going to be talking a little bit about politics and Christianity and politics and how those two kind of work together. How do they merge and answering a couple of, uh, I guess, difficult questions that we've all kind of faced and had and had various thoughts about as politics as well. Um, so yeah, with a kind of, I guess, the current state of just the world at the moment, uh, politics is very much at the forefront of our conversations and our and our talks with each other. And actually, we really wanted to, and we felt it was important to just have a conversation about that. And you know, see, like I said, see where everything fits in. Um, obviously, yesterday, when at the time of recording this, yesterday there has actually um, Joe Biden was sworn in at his uh, inauguration for president. And you know, there's been loads of talk about that, and there's been loads of talk about politics as far as um, how it's been run as far over, over in the US and here in the UK. So yeah, first of all, just first question, I guess, is um, I wanted to talk about was why politics? Why should Christians even even care about politics in the first place? And, and how does that all tie in? So um, yeah, Chris, first of all, just, just going to go to you first. How do you feel politics has affected or you know, where, do, where does Christianity tie into politics? Why should we, why should we even care about politics? So um, that's a great question. I think mostly um, we can get the answer from the Bible. <laughs> God cares about saving people everywhere. And so his real concern is, you know, is reaching people and having people in a relationship with him. And so once, once we are saved, we obviously take part in that mission, the mission for, you know, for God to reach out to everyone. And so essentially, we're kind of part of this massive, you know, part of this plan, which involves everything, you know, everything we're doing is kind of about obviously honoring God and worshiping God and stuff like that, but also reaching people um, in, in, you know, in, in preaching the gospel, but also in action. Um, and I think a lot of the, the, a lot of the politics stuff, some of it comes, you know, has a real impact in terms of what we do impacts people's lives you know so it's not just um it's not just it's not just the, not just the words of the gospel but also the actions the faith in action that, mm. that really makes a difference and so that means i need to care about what happens to other people mm. and so that means i need to care about who's in charge of the country because who's in charge of the country or whoever you know who's running things affects what happens to other people um so that's where i think the that's that's my first kind of uh, go-to for god has called me to care about other people therefore i should care about how the country is run not not so much who's running it but how it's being done is it fair is it equitable are we caring for the widows and the orphans that are mentioned you know all the way through the new the, the Old Testament, God is like, I really care about the widows and the orphans, and so should you. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Great answer. I think that's, I think that's a really, really good answer. Does anyone, anyone have anything to kind of uh, build on or add, add to that as far as, as far as the whole caring is concerned? Okay, it's, very, it's obviously one of the core messages of the gospel because Jesus is like, you know, love your neighbour is, is second only to, to loving God. Um, I think Chris put it really, really well, actually. I've never really heard it put that way, actually, of 
you, you care about who's in charge because who's in charge is looking after all the people. So that's um, why you almost have a responsibility to, to keep up with it, to know what's going on and why you know, people think the way they do over certain issues. I think to link it to COVID, I think is a really good way of doing it because there's a, I only heard about it today, something called COVAX, which is um, most of the richer countries putting pool of money together to vaccinate the poorer ones. And that's something that, you know, so, so one of Biden's first acts, I think um, his top advisor, medical advisor, Dr. Fauci, best name ever, um, was was saying, uh, back on the phone to WHO, World Health Organization, saying we, we're going to be contributing to this, we're going to be looking out for other people. So, yeah, I thought that was a really great step, just to see that in action of actually, like, the people in charge are really looking out for other people. So I thought Chris put that really well. I've never heard it put that well, which was, which was mm. really great. That's really helpful as well. I think um, sometimes we can have a narrow vision of what politics means because we get caught up in party politics of sort of like which which side of the, the fence are you going to, you know, sit kind of thing. Um, but actually that's not what, like, if we think about politics, if we stand back, that's not what politics is about. Um, you know the way our country runs means that we're you know voting and we're thinking about democracy and fighting about which party we're following but actually the ultimate point of, of politics is like Chris and Dan have said is about how we care for people um, how we distribute resources um, how we make sure that there's well for for in um, a lot of cultures like about um, equity and how you, you share things out and that sort of thing and you can't when you think about it in that way, um, you can't separate Christianity and politics because like Chris was saying, the heart of the, the, the gospel is sharing the good news and caring for one another and showing Jesus's love. And so actually Christianity, I guess, is inherently political, but not in the way that we think politics is, you know, when we have conversations about politics. Um, I don't know if I've said that correctly but um yeah no i think i think that's great i think that's a really 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 good point and it, it's great because it all does tie together with what everyone has said and it ultimately comes down to we're called to care about people and politics i guess is one of the places where everyone gets a say everyone is able to say you know here's what i believe in this is what i think you know should how the country should be run and for us it's going to be a reflection of our core beliefs and values which will align with what what the bible says um, so my next question, I guess, building on that is when we have the Bible, which is that core belief that we all build our values on, how come we seem to have so much division, I guess, or there is some kind of separation or tension that we get inside the church or, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is some and have, has often been, you know, disagreements and debates as far as politics goes. Um, throw that out there, let anyone kind of. I actually think it's a, I think it's a lack of education, actually, and a lack of knowledge. I think and almost not enough is not enough is shared about about what actually I think politicians are very good at being politicians and you don't really ever get a straight answer from them so you don't know what you're going to get from that person uh, and I think that that doesn't help when actually people are uh, people have assumptions of different parties people have assumptions of different leaders and you can you can almost as soon as you say to someone who did you vote for you kind of make an assumption about that person by who they voted for and actually 
people in general are very cagey. It's almost like you don't ask a woman how much she weighs. You don't ask someone which which way they which way they go politically. It's almost the the unspoken topic. And actually, I, I don't necessarily know if that's healthy. I think it's you know we we discuss differences of opinion. We and and we kind of come to a conclusion. Um, and I think that a lack of education and actually a lack of communication amongst people about politics and about what parties are going to do. And actually, well, I think this party's doing that great, but actually this party's doing that great. Uh, and an understanding of that. I don't think that helps personally. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would build on what I said at the beginning by slightly cheating and saying, although I think it's obvious that we should be involved. It's actually a really difficult problem. And obviously, part of the problem is sin. People are sinful, and um, that gets expressed in lots of ways in the world. You know, there's injustice and unfairness and crime, but there's also kind of greed as well. And so the, I, the reason I think there can be lots of division about the best way to run things is because it's a really difficult problem. It's really difficult to know what to do. If people were more um, godly, you know, if everybody was more godly, it would be a lot easier because you wouldn't have to say to people, I need to take some of your money in order to pay for this thing that these poor people need because they would just, you know, the need would be there and it would just, the money, you know, the resources would just flow naturally. But actually, basically, everybody's holding on to what they've got. And, you know, and then it's then it's a really difficult decision to decide how best to make things better. You know, mm. how to how how can you share the resources more equitably when a large percentage of the resources are in the hands of a few people who are not letting go? Mm. Mm. OK, that doesn't work. On the other side of the coin, you you know, to a degree, you could give some people all the resources that you could provide and they might not use it wisely. Mm. And so you've got, you know, you've got all these tensions of essentially we don't know what to do for the best. Mm. And we we kind of muddle on through with a kind of, you know, yeah. It's a bit like steering a car. We lurch one way and then we lurch another, and you know, <laughs> with a bit of luck, the car doesn't career off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's not. It, yeah, it's. Uh, and I think in general, it's not getting easier. You almost have to kind of, if you, if and when you vote, you just kind of vote and hope. Like, I think I, I think I understood that. I think that's what they're going to do. So, OK, I'll go with that. And then you just hope that they kind of do it, that, that it almost isn't that level of trust, I don't think, in politicians. Uh, uh, trust, trust is sorely lacking. It's, it's hard because I think it's just incredibly personal that every one of us is obviously created so kind of wonderfully different. And but also we've all had completely different experiences in life. And so you might have gone through something quite difficult. And so for you, your passions will lie with seeing change in that. And so that's what you're going to be searching for in kind of a, a leader of the country as someone who's in alignment with, with maybe with what you want to see changed. And I think that 
is what's hard is that really varies from things which are are very personal and things which are yeah quite difficult to then things which maybe are more for some sort of selfish gain so I think that in the church it it's quite easy to I don't know there's kind of some sort of passivity and kind of passive aggression that can come out I think um in these in conversations around politics because it can be really touchy and you know someone could have gone through something quite difficult and so they stand for something and someone who is just um you know in a moment, you might think differently and so it's and I think it's hard as Christians to it's really hard to navigate those kind of conversations rather than like yeah I don't know it's a really tricky one to be able to talk so openly and freely without causing offense but just keeping you know in alignment with what with what God wants as well and praying into that um yeah definitely yeah you know right we all have our own stake in 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 politics and and in Christianity and like we bring something to the table don't we and you're quite right that I think we have to as Christians we have to tread that sensitively and I think actually also we see division in the church in terms of like I don't know traditions about how communion happens or something like that mm. and so it's quite easy to to understand that then that kind of filters out into other aspects of life which includes politics and actually I think I'm often reminded when we're talking about church division which then when we talk about pol political division actually we should we should draw ourselves back into like to what actually unites us and that's Jesus and actually I've been challenged during this kind of um lockdown period and pandemic over and over again that actually I have quite strong political views um and actually I need to put those to a side and I, I need to be praying for whoever's in leadership and I need to be praying that they make wise choices and actually I shouldn't let my political opinion create any more division we don't need any more division we need to come together and actually I think although there has been a lot of political division part of the pandemic has shown us that actually there are moments where solidarity solidarity is so valuable mm. um in all aspects of life and actually when the country has come together like in the first lockdown where mm. everyone really took seriously their role in keeping the country safe and people safe and trying to save the NHS and all this kind of thing you know people did come together and I think there was there was real value in that and I, that taught me a lesson I think mm. yeah I mean, for me um I'm gonna link it back to something a bit different but um for going through a book with um with with a guy called Gary Lester um which is about marriage prep which sounds totally weird because we're talking about politics, but actually it's um, it's called You and Me Forever, um, which is by Francis and Lisa Chen. <clears throat> but in it, he talks about how in a marriage you can fight about little stuff when your focus isn't on the right thing, mm. and when your focus is on God, your focus is on your eternal, your your focus is on eternity, and how then the little stuff just doesn't matter because actually you realise what's important. Is nothing that's on earth and politics is very much of earth especially what it's been made into um today and it's that thing of actually when you focus on god when you focus on what is important when you focus on where we're going past this life then actually it all fades away there's that kind of the classic line of the song it all fades away um but having a real focus on him 
just means actually we put that in perspective and we can appreciate you know other people's opinions because everyone has a right to an opinion and actually it's great to be heard it's great to be listened to and have those discussions when you can have them really really well but it is yeah, quite difficult to keep emotions really says and be really personally invested in a certain side i have a question to kind of throw out i guess on that point that it's something that i struggle with in terms of like i hear what you're saying dan i think you're totally right but i sometimes struggle to separate my faith and politics and my potentially divisive nature nature when i'm talking about it because actually i feel that my political opinion is how i the the, the outcomes that i wish to see are the things that are my core christian values yeah um and so i'm fighting for equality i'm fighting for you know for us to care about the vulnerable i'm fighting for these things but i guess it's a question to everyone like how do we productively use them together and separate them when we need to and actually yeah i don't know i don't if does that question make sense to everybody yeah it does <laughs> and i think i think what we've seen i guess kind of recently in the news as well and when i um just spoken to just people in general with is definitely kind of what you're saying and, and i don't think it's necessarily wrong but people can often view their political leader or their political party as the christian or the christian viewed or the christian centered kind of party and i think both parties will have values and you know core beliefs that will differ and that's what parties are they are obviously not going to be the same they're going to differ and they are going to differ in ways that we agree and disagree with but ultimately our faith like you said hannah is in it's in jesus and we our main focus and you know going back to what dan said has to be on jesus and it is when we kind of take almost too much of a strong side to politics i think that we can have our strong core values of the bible that we totally believe in and i think that that is something we always should fight for and in a way whether we view a political party having represented those beliefs the most is that that's where our personal opinions will differ and i think that it's a it's a healthy thing to almost have those opinions and to disagree, but ultimately we have, and we continue to have that unity where we say this person, this political leader, isn't Jesus. Like Chris said, they are imperfect. They're going to make mistakes. They're not going to make every single decision correctly, but what am I going to do? I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray for the other party as well. I don't want to have each of, you know, these kind of disagreeing and this clash in the middle. And one of the, um, I guess, kind of stories in the Bible that I like, to go to is that uh, is in joshua 5 um chapter 13 when it's the commander of the lord's army shows up to joshua and joshua kind of says went to him and said verse 13 says are you for us or are you against us and the captain of the lord's army just says no refuses to pick a side i'm not saying that that's what we have to do but he quite bluntly turns around and says to joshua no and that's not what i'm doing i'm not going to pick a side okay because mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not saying that that's what politics has to be, but I'm saying on certain things, I don't think we necessarily need to focus on, hey, whose side are you on? We're actually saying, oh, hang on a second. The main side that we care about is Christianity. We're on, we're on the same team and we love Jesus. We want to follow and do what we believe to be true um, and what the Bible says. So I don't know if that, yeah. if that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, I think yeah. one way to yeah. go about it. I think actually you said something really important there, Josh, that, Actually, no, mat no matter which way we vote, whether whether we disagree, whether I disagree with Hannah, whether who she votes for wins or who I vote for wins or, or whatever, actually, whether we talk about it or not, we are, we're not going to be able to change what the outcome is. You know, we, we can't change the outcome. But actually, if we pray for our leaders 
And if we, we continue to dedicate ourselves, that's what we can do. You know, we can go to a God that we know can change things. We, we can go to a God that actually can change that person's heart. And, and that's what we can do. That's in our control. I, I remember a, 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 a someone saying to me once um, when I was complaining and moaning and kind of almost switching off before, before I'd even heard anything, I'd, I'd, I'd think, oh, it's okay. On, on a Sunday morning, oh, it's that person today, or, oh, it's, it's them on worship or, oh, it's this kind of Sunday. We're having this kind of service. Before I, before I got out of bed on that Sunday morning, I would tell myself, I'm not going to get anything out of this today. I'm not going to get anything out of today's service. I'm not going to hear anything. It's not going to be for me. I didn't then pray for that person. I didn't pray for who was going to be leading the service. I didn't pray for the, the type of service it was or who was going to be speaking or who was going to be leading worship. All I did was switch off and say, it's out of my control. We're doomed. I'm doomed. It's not for me. And actually, I think we can do that politically, but we can stop and we can pause and we can give that to God, whether we agree or whether we disagree, whether we think it's for us or not. What is in our control is what we take to God. Mm. And, and I, th- I, I think we forget to do that. I, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely forget to pray for, you know, I, I, don't, I think I might have prayed for Boris Johnson once during this whole lockdown. The man that is carrying, the, love him or loathe him, the man that is carrying the weight of our nation I think I've prayed for him once, maybe when he had COVID the first time. <laughs> that's not good enough. That whether I agree with him or not, yeah. uh, that's that's not good enough. I have now no real right to to moan if he does something wrong or I disagree with something. Um, and you know what was in my control, I've not taken, and I've not I've not taken it to God. If that makes sense, yeah. and that yeah. is what we can do. Yeah, very good. It is about pausing as well, like you say, because I think p- politics is so emotionally charged mm. um, that, you know, in any situation, like whether, I don't know, you've fallen out with your mum or something, you go into an argument emotionally charged and you don't actually think about what you're saying and how the situation is unfolding. And that's the same with politics if you go in with emotion. Um, so actually taking a step back and pausing and handing it over to God, like you say, allows you to gain more clarity and rationality over a situation which can easily become very irrational um so I, yeah I think that's the real like mm. I, I think it just comes back to something I think I've talked about a lot in all conversations is the type of world that we live in is so fast-paced that actually as Christians there's something to be said for pausing and taking time and removing yourself from whatever the situation is and you know going to the bible and praying and stuff and i think politics is just another huge example of of what we need to do mm-hmm. um, so I, I think there's also another something else we can also get out of the bible as well um so last year i, I went through reading the bible in the year through a plan and it was really good because it you know it shows you the whole sweep of what god did and one of the things he did was in the old testament he used the nation of Israel were his people in them and through them, you know, as a, as a picture of showing his character and, you know, time again, leading them and forgiving them and stuff like that. And then you get to the New Testament and you have, you have Jesus um, and you have the crucifixion and the resurrection. And basically God is no longer, he doesn't have a favorite country anymore. It's, actually the church it's actually his people spread throughout the whole earth 
they're not his favorites, but they're they're his people. And their job is to kind of a bit like yeast is to work throughout the whole world and bring more people to him. Mm-hmm. And this leads me to my point, which is I find it really hard when I hear people say, oh, no, no, this is a Christian nation. God has chosen this country. And I'm like, I'm not sure I believe that because because that's what you know that's that's what jesus is that's that's the whole point of what's going on is god is saying it's for everyone mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. is now can be part of my you know multi-ethnic multi-colored multi-everything family throughout the whole earth and so for any one country to be like nope god has chosen us <laughs> uh, i mean I, I find it really hard i mean i find it hard that they say it i also find it hard that they say you know this country is built on Christian values. And then you actually look at what's going on. And this is for any country that can say it. And you go, well, maybe that's how it started out. But when you look at what's happening now, <laughs> that's not really true anymore. Mm. Definitely. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Just a light topic. But um, yeah, it's tricky because I think we, as, yeah, as humans, we're very naturally will go. Oh, that's the you know God's chosen people. God's we want to. It's self-important. It's very much you know we're the one. We're part of His church, and actually, it's almost flipping the narrative to go. We are the church, not just I'm the church. We are the church. I always remember someone, uh, some preacher, likening it to like, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on church being not being a building, and the fact that. You know, you wouldn't grab a sledgehammer, I mean, hopefully you wouldn't, and smack the building of the church because you just wouldn't do it. You know, that's just a building, it's not nothing to do with it. And actually, when, <laughs> with our, when we, um, you know, talk really badly about politicians, when we talk really badly about our leaders, when we talk really badly about people in general, effectively, we're taking a sledgehammer and smashing it against the church because, as you've said, Chris, we are the church. It is God's chosen people, it's everyone. And it's when we start thinking about, you know, because Lewis has challenged me. I mean, I definitely, I can say I've maybe prayed for us once the same. But in my words, if I'm not, you know, using, you know, my sort of heavenly hotline to to try and to try and build him up, then yeah, we, as you said right at the beginning, Chris, you know, we've got to be praying for our leaders. We've got to be lifting them up. We've got to be asking God to impact, and that's that's what matters more than anything. No matter who's in that chair, that everyone. Is, is praying for them, mm. certainly, as, as you say, as a Christian nation. Right? But, but it, it's also reflected in how we value other people. So a person from another, who's in another country, from one perspective, it's like, well, they're in another country. I don't have to care about them as much as I care about somebody who's here. Uh, and I guess it, you know, okay, it is kind of true that we have more responsibility for the people who are closer, closest to us, but that doesn't mean we have no responsibility for, for people who are further away, you know? And so it, it can be really uncomfortable to, to kind of wrestle with that kind of stuff. You know, like I'll give you a, 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 a literal example of, you know, the people who are, who are risking lo- their lives to cross the channel to come to England, you know? And it's a really hard, sorry, I brought up a specific thing. It's a really hard thing because, you know, 
naturally you're like, well, you know, <laughs> you belong over there. But then you have to kind of think, well, okay, what's my responsibility? <laughs> Do I have any, you know, what's our responsibility as a, as a rich nation? Are we doing enough? We're, you know, we do a lot in some ways, but are we doing, could we do more? Should we do more? I'm not saying I know the answer and it's easy, I'm, but I'm just saying that I get a constant, uh, what's the word, reminder from God that, you know, we draw a line on a map and say, this is one country and this is the other country. And, and God's like, I don't see a line. <laughs> You have to love these people and these people go. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. And it's great to just be reminded as well of just stories in the Bible where, you know, there are leaders that people didn't necessarily agree with or didn't exactly reflect, you know, God's values and God's going to do what he's going to do. He's going to, you know, get done and things on his agenda. He's going to do, you know, political, if you think a political leader is going to stand in the way of God, ultimately getting done what he wants to do i don't i don't think that's something that you know god is you know ultimately gonna hold back from and go actually gosh they voted they voted for this person they really messed up i'm gonna we're gonna have to wait <laughs> for years before i do something really cool um so yeah no that's awesome we have kind of come to the end of our um time so i just want to thank everyone for um for their contributions i think we had a really good well balanced and really just yeah insightful and honest open conversation on on politics and if we can just encourage um other people if you you know to have those conversations among family and friends people you trust ultimately because you know there is that level of intimacy that we talked about that you are sharing when you share your political views and yeah just invite you if you, if you are going to talk politics just to do it with people you trust and do everything that we do out of love um so yeah that's great Thank you very much for tuning in and we hope to see you next time.